You are listening to episode 34 of the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. Today, we'll be exploring Richard Scarry's world. You are listening to the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. I'm your host, certified coach Lisa Schwaller. Each week, we talk about how you can rise above the stress of modern living so that you can focus your energy on what matters most. All right, let's get started. Well, hello there, curious creatures. We're going to do something different today. Let me start by asking whether any of these names mean anything to you. Hucklecat, Goldbug, Sergeant Murphy, Lowly Worm. These are all characters that were created by the artist Richard Scarry, and they have been featured in hundreds of books that he wrote and illustrated. I recently came across his work again, and I thought it would be a really interesting jumping-off point for a conversation. I wanted to bring Richard Scarry's world into the less stress, more fun world that I have created and that I live and work in. All right, let's see how this goes. Today, I want to talk about his work and um, what I learned about getting to know the author and why talking about him on this podcast might be interesting and helpful to you. I have been exploring our modern relationship with time for, well, a long time. It's something that comes up constantly in coaching. It's how people are spending their time, the way they talk about time, what they have time for, what they feel like they don't have time for. You know, time seems to be associated with what we call stress. And when I talk about having more fun, people will say, well, that sounds great, but who has the time? <laughs> well, today we're going to learn who has the time. In 2021, I think it was in August, a book came out that's called 4,000 Weeks, a time management guide for mortals. And the concept is that the average human life lasts about 4,000 weeks. As I was reading through this book, I wasn't surprised that he is writing about concepts that are very similar to the things that I teach about and coach people on. Basically, that time is precious. It's non-renewable. It's the one thing in your life that you can't get any more of. So don't goof around with it. <laughs> in this book, he talked about Richard Scarry's Busy Town and observed that they, while purposeful, they didn't seem stressed out. You know, they were occupied. They were busy but not in the way that we talk about being busy today. I've talked about this on the podcast, the pitfalls and the opportunities of busy thinking. In fact, episode 26 is all about this concept of busy thinking and our busy culture and what a status symbol it is. But today I want to talk about how that book, 4,000 Weeks, reconnected me with Richard Scarry's Busy Town and the impression it made on me and, and how it relates to the work that I do. After this book reminded me about Busy Town, I checked out maybe eight or nine books from the library. As a little bit of background, I read these books when I was a young girl, 
And I read these books to my children when they were young. And it was really fun to go and get these books out of the library. And I got a cross-section, you know, like some that were more the stories and then one that was the dictionary. And some of them were small and some of them were big. And it was fun for me. And my my kids, who are now both teenagers, both taller than me, and we had so much fun exploring these books all over again. And it was so it was so heartwarming for one thing, just to spend that time, especially with my youngest. We were talking about me reading the books to them and how he would look at the books the same way I did. When I was a little girl, I remember opening the books and maybe having one page open and just looking at it and looking at all the details, all the details. And then when the kids were little, they even had TV shows. There was one called Busy Town Mysteries. And I, ever since writing this episode, I can't get the song out of my head. It's you and me solve a mystery with Huckle in Busy Town. <laughs> so if you watch that with your kids, maybe you now have an earworm too. Anyway, the, the kids and I were rereading these books with they're all set in busy town with all of these familiar characters and what struck me this time looking at it now is how the storylines would overlap life is like that there was the main plot line and then there are other people's stories happening there intersecting at different parts of the story now our lives are like that right like this world busy town you know, in your world, you're the main character. You're the only character who's in every single scene of your life. And there are other characters with their other plot lines, and they're the main character in their story. And they kind of weave in and out. And and then as I was looking at these books and all the exquisite detail, I was thinking that you can really tell a Richard Scarry book. And you could say that for a lot of beloved children's artists' work. Was it the colors? Maybe. Is it the characters? Well, absolutely. And the writing has a similar quality to it. It struck me that Richard Scarry's world is a unique place. There will never be another one like it. It's indelibly the world that he created. And to tie it back to this concept of less stress, more fun, one of the things that some of my clients and I will work on is um, their sense that they are not original enough. They want to create something, but they express a lot of hesitation. They might say things like, oh, well, that's already been done by so-and-so. Or, oh, I, it, it, I wouldn't be any good, which is really just code for, I'm not sure I can handle <laughs> the self-rejection through the phases where I genuinely suck. And then there's the worst thing at all, and that's that they feel like they have to make so many decisions before they can even get started at all. Let's think about this. Let's think about the world of Busytown. Richard Scarry wrote over 300 books, and his work spawned, like I said, those TV shows, board games. By now, it's, it's a veritable empire. And I doubt that was on his mind the first time he sketched a character. Because the creative process, it's, it's iterative. 
you start and then you restart and you follow an opportunity. And I was very similar to that idea that I needed to have all of my questions answered. I needed to know how the journey was going to go before I even dared to begin. But the truth is, is you got to start somewhere. And when I look at this world of busy town, I think they they just get going. <laughs> they figure it out. They just get going. And that's been one of my evolutions. And it has reduced my own stress a lot. And it's been so much more fun is I just took the pressure off myself to know all the answers in the beginning. And that's how I started a weekly newsletter and a, I write a weekly article and I do a weekly YouTube video. And yes, my favorite creative child so far, I put this podcast out every week. Every Thursday, a new episode appears for you. And the truth is, is that I don't show up wanting to do everything that I've committed to myself to do, but I've made a promise to myself to establish the habit of deciding what I want to create and then being consistent about it. And it, it takes, I don't know, it just takes commitment to sit down and do the work even when you don't feel like it. And I have to imagine that was the case for Richard Scarry or any other author or creator that has been quite that prolific. Imagine all the times that as he was writing book, I don't know, 197, maybe he was a little sick of lowly worm. But he did it anyway. Who knows? There's no telling. I will say that if you're wanting to create something in the world, and believe me, a lot of the stress that people feel comes from a sense that their life is not on purpose and that there's something else they should be doing. If there's something that you feel like you want to be doing, get started. Figure it out as you go. It doesn't matter if it's been done a hundred times because it hasn't been done by you. The world you create creatively or even in how you show up as a colleague, as a relationship partner, as a parent, as a friend, it's all uniquely you. So don't wait for it to all be figured out before you get started. Just go. I wanted to talk a little bit about the author behind the pencil, the man behind the pencil. Richard Scarry was born in 1919 in Boston, Massachusetts. He was an art student, and he spent time in the Army during World War II. After the war, his art career started. He did commercial art, drawing for magazines and advertisements. Then someone invited him to illustrate one of the books in this new kid series called The Little Golden Books. Oh, I love those books so much. Then he started writing and illustrating his own books, and the rest, as they say, is history. And I thought what was interesting about his career is that he just showed up doing what was next. And he, by doing it, by showing up and doing the work, opportunities found him. It's, it's like a lot of artists will say, it's funny how the muse finds you when you're at work. <laughs> It's not like you get inspiration and then go to work. It tends to work the other way around. And I have learned that that feels very true. But that wasn't nearly 
the most important thing to me about Richard Scarry. In fact, what caught my attention, what really caught my eye is, yes, learning about his world again, revisiting all of those books and looking at them with my kids and how delightful and playful that was. And being so enamored of this idea that in busy town, they're busy, but they're not stressed out. There was something about there's a quality of balance in their life. And when I learned about the person behind the pencil, as it were, I thought, oh, of course, who is the kind of person who creates all of these books and does all of the illustrations, like the hours and hours and days and weeks and months of effort over time. And then I learned that he had quite the life of leisure. He had so much fun. As part of doing this research, I I went down the rabbit hole, as it were, into Richard Scarry's life a little bit and looked at the website, which is so beautiful. And then I found an NPR interview with his son, who now draws books in the style of his father. And that interview, of course, is in the show notes. And um, Huck Scary, Richard Scary's son, described how they enjoyed coin collecting and sailing and skiing. And they went traveling to mountains and beaches and they lived in Switzerland. It, it was so delightful for me to listen to this interview and think here is this person who was incredibly prolific with his work, but also incredibly prolific with his leisure time. He lived a lot. And I thought, how is that possible? (laughs) I mean, you think today, um, and I do think about this a lot. I think of our world. We are so busy, and yet we don't seem to do the things that I remember doing with my grandparents or observing my grandparents doing. They worked very hard, and they worked hard at home, too. There was baking and cooking and home repair and car repair and time to go to the lake and and hiking. I mean, everybody seems so much in motion and and a lot was on. And yet I don't remember people like, oh, gosh, I'm just busy, 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 stress, stress, stress. And so I was thinking, how in the world <laughs> did Richard Scarry and Little Huck have so many adventures while he was creating such amazing work. Well, I'll tell you my opinion. Obviously, there was no social media. He wasn't on TikTok for a minute. He wasn't trying to keep up with his Netflix or Hulu cues. It made me think. Richard Scarry's world in Busy Town, they're in motion. They're doing a lot of things. They play hard and they work hard. And that's what the man who created it embodied as well. And it sounds like a lot of fun. And it doesn't sound stressful. I mean, life has its worries. I'm not saying they were just tiptoeing through the tulips of Europe all the time. And yet, it just struck me as a life well-lived. And I thought, how did that happen? And it just comes down to choices. So many choices. And so I leave you with that example of Richard Scarry, the author, the creator, That leads me into your Coach Lisa homework this week. Your homework this week is to reconnect with something that inspired you as a child. Maybe it's a children's book author. 
maybe you read a series of novels or there was a certain book or or even a a TV show actor that you really resonated with and go revisit that. Go spend some time with your childhood self and see what you notice when you revisit it as an adult and then get to know the artist behind the creation. How did they spend their time? What kind of role models did you have as a kid and how did it influence the choices you make as an adult? Well, I'll close out by saying that I ended up buying a new copy of A Day at the Airport, which was probably the favorite book I used to read with my kids because I got to do voices. (laughs) I used to love reading kids' books and doing voices or singing little songs. And and I have it propped up. Remind me that Richard Scarry is a beautiful inspiration of working hard, being creative, being prolific, putting out in the world anything you want to create, and having a great time when he's not at work. Maybe I'll live to enjoy reading to grandkids if I'm privileged to have grandkids. So go find some inspiration for yourself this week. Life is about working hard. Life is about experiencing what you choose to experience. And if you're feeling really stressed out and like there isn't time for play, get connected to your choices and what you're thinking about them. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying what you're learning, I'd love to have you as a member of the Less Stress, More Fun community on Facebook. Join me there to continue the conversation from the podcast. Plus, you'll get access to things I share only with community members. I'll talk to you next week.